Hello, hello, and welcome to the Hashtag Files. This podcast is dedicated to helping you step into your power, own who you are, and learn how to monetize your authentic self in your life and business. I'm your host, Courtney Schoberg, Hashtag Queen, Social Media and Marketing Guru, and Boss Lady Entrepreneur. On this show, we talk strategy, we get vulnerable, and we are known for bringing on the woo and all the high vibes. If you're ready to learn how to grow your business and create a positive impact in the world, all by being unapologetically who you are, you've come to the right place. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, boss babe, and welcome to the Girl Boss Burnout episode. In this episode, we're going to talk all about my personal girl boss burnout, what I learned, and how you can avoid one of these not-so-fun parts of entrepreneurship and owning a business. So if you want to learn some tips and tricks, keep on listening. Back in February, I had the craziest, most... Now I look back on it and it's amazing, but (laughs) when I was going through it, it was definitely terrible, miserable, not fun at all. But it was a giant shift and a really big up level. Um, If you don't know what up level is, I really recommend reading the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. You will learn everything you need to know about up leveling in that book. But basically, I busted through my personal glass ceiling And I went through a really, really low to get to the really, really high. And this girl boss burnout thing was not the business. I was sicker than I have ever been in my entire adult life. I am 27. I'm going to be 28 in February. Does anybody forget sometimes how old they are? Like I feel like Lately, I've just been like, oh my God, how old am I again? Um, I'm 27. I know that's true. It's my golden year. And I turned actually 27 in February. So it was kind of funny because this literally happened um, right be, I think I want to say it was either right before or right after my birthday. And I was sicker than I had ever been before. Um, I could not leave my bed for nine days. I could not open my laptop. I could not check my phone. I could not check my email. I literally would eat the food Joe would feed me. Sometimes I could get in the bath. And for those of you who know me, I love my bath time. That is my self-care routine. But I, I couldn't even get in the bath. I had no strength. All I did was sleep and get a little bit of food down and maybe watch some TV if I could like sit up long enough. But I was so sick. And basically what had happened was I'd run myself into the ground because I was saying yes to anything and everything. And holla at you, girl, if you can relate to this. So many times, especially in the beginning of our journey, because even though I've been doing this online business thing for five years, I've only been full-time in my business for one year. And I have shifted and changed and got rid of services and added services. And I'm still every day growing and trying to find my groove. And so in the beginning, especially when I um, turned down an $80,000 a year job in December and decided to go full, full full-time with this thing, um, the She Social with Joe in January, 
I was saying yes to everything and anything that would like either get me some recognition, get me some experience, or get me some money. And I was literally buckling under pressure. I um, talk about this a lot because it's like a taboo topic (laughs) and I like to talk about taboo topics. I like to talk about topics that people are scared to talk about because oftentimes they're the topics that need to be talked about the most. And for me, one of those topics is being the breadwinner. In our entire relationship, I have always made most of the money and it's been a big struggle for Joe and I. We have fought over it. Um, He's felt insecure over it. I've felt insecure over it. Our families have been weird about it. Like we have dealt with a lot of things when it comes to how much money I have made versus how much money he has made. Now, I talked a little bit in the first episode of this podcast about how my parents viewed money. If you want to go back and listen to that, go check it out. It's episode one. But I've always viewed money as like a partnership and it doesn't fucking matter where the money comes from because it's going to the same exact place, right? Joe and I live together. We love each other. We support one another. And whether he's the one making the money or I'm the one making the money, it does not matter as long as we are healthy, we are happy, and we are able to pay our bills and live the life that we want to live. And so, but it's taken a long time for us to get to this place of being so accepting. And to be honest, there's some days where it's better than others. But add that, add saying yes to everything, add being brand new full time together. And then also add dropping out of college last year and the pressure of trying to like prove myself and that I can do this without college. Like it was freaking like the best equation you could have put together for a disaster. Like it literally, and I'm so grateful that it happened because I have come out the other side way stronger and way, you know, I've learned a lot of things and I've grown, but at the time I wanted to like, (laughs) I wanted to die. It was so bad. Um, I was scared of not making enough money and just all the different things. And you guys know, I like to speak my truth and I like to be vulnerable. And so I, I wanted to make this podcast because I know sometimes that when you speak the truth and when you're vulnerable and when you talk about, you know, your hard times, it's worth it. Hashtag worth it because you can help others grow through what you went through, right? Grow through what I had to go through. And so I wanted to give you guys, I think I have eight tips here on how to avoid your personal girl boss burnout. And I also want to say like, if you're going through a girl boss burnout, if you have gone through a girl boss burnout, um, if you're on the verge of a girl boss burnout, like I am here for you. I support you. I love you. Everybody over, especially in the the girl boss um, group that I run, Boss Lady Social. We love and support you and we want to be here for you however we can. And just know like this is a part of the job, but is not all of the job. And you will get through this. You will appreciate this one day. I promise you. Here I am only five months later and I'm so appreciative of my girl boss burnout. So I know that you're going to be appreciative of yours and just stick, you know, to your guns, keep going, you know, focus on your goal take care of yourself, and you will make it through. So tip number one, and something that I'm actually currently still trying to work on, so honest hour as well, (laughs) 
um, is scheduling regular breaks and setting boundaries. So I am the kind of person that goes above and beyond for everybody, whether it's my She Social Society girls, whether it's my individual clients, like I just want everything to be I guess for lack of a better term, perfect. And I have to fucking realize that I cannot do that. I cannot continue to run a business this way. And I can kind of already see myself in certain aspects getting burnt out again. And so I'm like, okay, Courtney, this is a perfect podcast to talk about because what you, what you teach sometimes you need to learn. And I guess I really need to start focusing on setting regular breaks, scheduling stuff and setting boundaries. I'm really proud of myself because I did take this entire weekend off. Um, when I'm recording this, this is obviously a little earlier. Um, but I took off a whole entire Saturday and Sunday. I didn't open my computer. I didn't check my email. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. So number one, setting days of the week that you're going to work. And if you work for yourself running a business like me, where you do client work, you need to make sure that you not only schedule in time for their stuff, but schedule time in for yours. Schedule time for your marketing, your email, your website, your products, your services. Um, When we do a lot of done for you or done with you services, we get so caught up sometimes in what their websites look like and what their SEO looks like and what their programs are like that we literally forget about our own. And so I have had to make sure that I take time to work on my own stuff, schedule my own stuff. And it's funny because this weekend I was like, I'm going to just work on, you know, our business. And so I was getting ready to, and I was like, you know, dude, fuck that. I'm going to take Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to go hang out with our friends. I'm going to like enjoy life. And then next week, I'm just going to schedule it in and I'm going to make it work to be able to work on our stuff and their stuff because there's no reason that I shouldn't be able to work on my own stuff during the week, just like I work on theirs, right? Because we set the rules, the law of attraction, um, law of vibration, all these things say that we get to pick how we have our success. And if I want to pick having success um, means that I can work on my own business during the week, I just have to schedule it, then that's exactly what I'm going to do. And so one of the things that I've discovered is called a Pomodoro. Now, if you've never heard of a Pomodoro, prepare to be mind blown because this shit works so good. Actually, Joe downloaded this. um, Let me check. It's called Focus Matrix. I'm looking on my computer right now. I think it's called Focus Matrix and it's basically um, a Google or maybe it's, I don't know if it's Google Chrome or if it's just built into Apple. It's probably on other stuff too, but look up Focus Matrix and basically what it is is a Pomodoro built into your computer. And a Pomodoro is 25 minutes on, five minutes off. And so what happens is a lot of people try to focus on like 16 different things at once. And so they half-ass every single thing instead of focusing on one thing for 25 minutes and like doing a really good job. And so like today is podcast day. I'm recording, I'm editing, I'm scheduling, I'm doing all the different things that I need to do. So my podcast is taken care of for the next month. And setting pomodoros, getting up, taking time to stretch in between and, you know, feed myself because a lot of times we forget to eat. Um, It's really, 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 really important to schedule that in, schedule in your eating, schedule in your stretching, schedule in your workouts, schedule in all the different things that I'm going to talk about. Really make sure that you make the time to schedule them in and stop trying to fucking wing your business, 
raise your virtual hand if you have tried to do that because there's no shame in that. Everybody has done it. This whole thing of running a business is all about you know, going for it and like be fucking proud of yourself that you even tried. Most people have an idea and they never take one step in the direction of going for it. So the fact that you've even stepped in that direction shows a lot about who you are. But don't feel guilty about doing things, you know, maybe ask backwards in the beginning because you don't know. And the only way to know is to like educate yourself and listen to people who've gone through it and make changes and focus on growth. And so, I want to encourage you to start doing Pomodoros, start scheduling your day, and stop winging it every single day. One of my favorite things to do is either in the morning when I wake up, write out what I need to do, or before I go to bed, write out what I need to do the next day. So I have a very clear list of what I need to do. Um, And then shout out to Sarah Andereg, my um, assistant and friend. She makes two lists. She makes a self-care list and a business list like to-do list. And so she makes sure to schedule in shit that makes her feel good for self-care. So if that is literally putting water in a wine glass and being bougie AF, like it makes you feel good, which amps up your vibration. And then also you're getting hydrated. So it's like a win-win all around. So that's number one. Number two is to free your mind and daily or take time to meditate daily. Meditation is amazing and I have always done better in my business and life when I take the time to meditate every single day. Now, I like to meditate in the morning and at night and I just do about a 10 to maybe 20 minute meditation in the morning and I do a little bit longer of a meditation before bed because I usually do it while I'm laying in bed and it kind of puts me to sleep. Um, But at least start your day on the right foot with a meditation and an EFT. EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. It is also known as tapping. Brad Yates on YouTube is my guy. Literally, he has a tapping for everything. Like if you're having a bad day, you could literally type in to YouTube, Brad Yates, good day tapping, and you will tap your way into a cheery fucking day. (laughs) I literally love it. But freeing your mind and quieting your mind is is literally proven to be able to raise your vibration so that you can attract in those ideal clients. So you can attract in the positive things that you already have in your vortex, but because you're not raising your vibration consciously, excuse me, you are struggling with it. So I really, 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 really love meditations and I am still learning how to meditate and I prefer guided meditations. You guys, you can buy them. You can get them on YouTube for free. You can check them out. There's so many meditations on YouTube. Like I listen to them on a regular basis and they have changed my life and business. Number three, another one that I'm working on is moving your body. I'm a lot better at this than I was back in February and, you know, before February, but I would literally sit at my computer all day, not drink anything, not eat anything, and just work. I would be so consumed in what I was doing, wouldn't even stand. And so what would happen was I wasn't tired at night, so I wasn't sleeping. And then not only that, but like staring at your computer has negative effects on your hormones because of the backlight on the screen. And so if um, you can download a screen, kind of like, filtered that helps filter out the blue light that keeps you awake or buy yourself a pair of blue light glasses. It's really helpful. 
and really just taking the time that when you have those five minute breaks in between your 25 minute Pomodoros, stretch, move, go for a walk, do a walking meditation. Like you guys can do some of these things I'm recommending for you to do together. Like you can do a um, meditation and moving your body at the same time. You kill two birds with one stone and you free up some more of your time. Um, Number four is planning your meals. Now, I talked a little bit in last episode about how I used to be a personal chef. So I'm very good at planning meals. It's just like a natural talent that I have. And my biggest takeaways from all the years of meal prepping is to cook. If you're going to prep like in advance, try not to cook more than four days of food in advance because after four days, it really just starts to get kind of yucky depending on what it is. Next, make sure that the things that you are going to be cooking, especially if you're going to try to go for four days, is stuff that's going to hold up in your fridge. Obviously, there's other vegetables that will hold up better than, um, you know, certain vegetables. Salads that are dry, like portioning them out into baggies. So all you have to do is like add in your toppings and your dressing, like good to go. That's easy. That's going to hold up. But, you know, if you cook a bunch of broccoli by day four, it's going to be mush. So if you can at least prep your proteins and maybe your starch and maybe a side and then only have to cook, you know, roast your broccoli for the night, that saves up so much time. And then also too, planning your meals is not only healthier, time saving and, or a time saver. And then it is, it's more cost effective too. So it's like three things in one. It's probably more than that if, to, if we're being really honest. Um, and so what Joe and I do is we shop mostly at Costco. We buy completely organic, non-GMO. I'm a hippie. <laughs> through and through, I am a hippie when it comes to like the food and what I choose to put in my body and how I fuel it. And so we go to Costco. We buy ginormous portions for the two of us. We freeze it. We portion it. We get it ready right when we get home, right? Right when you get home, cut your fruit, cut your vegetables, get them ready. Because if you prep it right when you get home, then during the week, when it comes to cooking it, it's going to be a lot easier than having to pull it all out and prep it and cook it. And it's going to save you a lot of time. And it's going to, it's not even going to have to be a thought because you're going to know exactly what you're going to have to do. Number five is consume brain food daily. Now, what do I mean by brain food? You guys, as entrepreneurs, it is super important that we are always learning, whether it's about business, whether it's about our our business, like our niche and what we're, what we're doing in our business, whether it's about personal development, you should always be consuming at least 20 minutes a day of some positive mind food, brain food. So whether it's a podcast, whether it's reading, whether it's YouTube, whatever that might be, you need to set aside time every single day. Because when you get your brain working, you are going to you're going to be more efficient. Obviously, you're going to get smarter. You're going to start working smarter and not harder, which is the whole point of this podcast, if we're being really real, because I don't want you to have to burn yourself out trying to work your ass off when there's certain things that you can do to save your time and start freeing up your life, because that's why we got into this, you know, entrepreneurship world in the first place. I don't know about you, but I didn't want to get into entrepreneurship so I can work 70 hours a week every week. Like, don't get me wrong. If we have a launch or a lot of things going on, like I'll put in the time. I love my job, but I don't want it to be like that every single week or every single day. I want it to be majority of the time enjoyable and fun and saving up free time so I can go travel, be with my friends, be with my family, be with Joe, be with Posey. Like those are the things that are important to me. So, um, continue or can 
consuming daily brain food. Listening to this podcast is considered daily brain food. So if you're listening to this, congratulations, you already did one of the things on the list for the day. Number six, S-L-E-E-P, sleep. So important. I have a hard time sleeping. I've always had a hard time sleeping. I know this is a fucking story that I keep telling myself and I need to work on it. But when I sleep better, I do better in my business. It's just the way that it goes. For example, last night I went to bed. I don't even know what time I went to bed, like nine o'clock. I'm usually like a 12 or 1 a.m. kind of girl. I had a terrible headache. So I took my calm. If you don't know what calm is, it's amazing, especially their sleep blend. It has like GABA and melatonin and magnesium and L-theanine in it. And it's just an amazing drink that tastes really good, actually. And um, I fell asleep at like 9.30 or 10 and I woke up at 5.50 this morning and I've been going, going, going ever since. And it's felt so good. I got up, I like meditated, I put some oils on, I saged my house, I made a bomb healthy breakfast, I started working and I just, it's been a good day. So when you sleep, you're obviously going to do better. And so sleeping is like, if you're having trouble sleeping, which the things that I have been having trouble sleeping with is because I haven't been setting boundaries, shutting off your computer at a certain time, turning off the screens at a certain time, the TV at a certain time, meditate, do things to get your body ready for sleep and go to sleep at the same time every day. Now, I'm not one of those people that preaches you have to wake up early to be successful because I don't believe that. I think that you have to be consistent to be successful. So if that means you go to bed at 1 1 a.m., but then you wake up at, you know, 9 a.m. every morning and you start your day by 10 with work, that's just just as good as going to bed at 9 and waking up at 5. You know, it's just shifted a little bit different. And so I think being consistent with the time you go to bed and the time you wake up, no matter what day of the week it is, it's kind of funny because, like, I don't even feel like I... I have weekends every, I feel like I have a weekend every day. So it's not like, you know, if you're working a regular Monday through Friday job, you might want to sleep in a little bit on the weekends. That's fine. Like do what feels good for you, but make sure that your body is getting the rest that you need. And you guys meditating is still a form of rest, freeing your mind, relaxing your mind, just tuning out the noise is such a good way to also like get in that little bit of rest. Number seven is self-love and self-care. So I know you guys have all heard this term of you cannot fill up your cup until you fill, or you can't fill up others until you fill up your own cup. This is true. Like you literally cannot pour from an empty cup. And so going back to what I was saying about scheduling regular breaks and setting up your day, making that self-care list a fucking priority. How are you going to take care of you today? Now, I know what self-care looks like for me, but what looks like self-care to me might not look like self-care to you. How I describe self-care and self-love is anything that fuels you up, anything that makes you happy, excited, feel loved, feel balanced. Some people, that's watching shit TV every night and just zoning the fuck out, and there's nothing wrong with that. Self-care and self-love does not necessarily mean yoga and meditation, okay? Sorry about it, that is not true. For me, lately, that has become not yoga, But meditation has become a form of self-care for me because I know how much it makes me feel good. And maybe one day that will be for you if you start implementing some of these tips. But self-care is whatever it is that feels good for you. If that is shutting off everything by five o'clock to make your family an amazing meal, 
That is what you need to do every single day. And if that's going to coffee once a week with your girlfriend, that is what you need to do. And if that's having a uh, a date night with your husband or your wife every single night, that is what you need to do. And so you need to make sure you are doing self-care every single day. There's no excuse that you should not be doing self-care every single day. For self-care for me, is meditating, it's eating delicious home-cooked meals, it's spending one-on-one alone time with Joe and Posey uninterrupted. We like to drink our coffee on the balcony in the morning and just have chats with one another. Um, we go on coffee dates every single week. I like to go to coffee with my girlfriends on a regular basis. I like having Zoom calls with my girlfriends that don't live close to me. I like traveling to see our family and friends. I like taking baths, especially with crystals and essential oils. I like saging my house. I like walking my dog. I like just driving in my car and listening to my music blasting with the windows rolled down on a on a nice summer day. Like whatever feels good for you, schedule that shit in because guaranteed if you're making self-care, self-care should be actually my number one tip because if you're neglecting your self-care, you're neglecting yourself, which means you're going to neglect your business. It's just the way that it goes. So up your fucking self-care today. And then number eight And this is such a big one for, you know, the girl boss community and just being a a boss lady in general, finding your tribe. So whether that is online or offline, whatever that looks like for you, you need to work at it. It's like anything else. If you want to connect with others, it takes work and there's going to be a couple of duds and there's going to be some people that maybe you thought were right for you, but they're not, but that's okay. That's okay. We keep it pushing. Um... Finding your tribe is so important. And this is something that I kind of neglected for a while. Joe and I have moved, oh man, six different times in the last less than six years. And so it's been a little bit hard to like keep consistent friends. And that's why finding friends online has been really amazing for me. But I really crave in-person connection. That's just kind of who I am. And so having friends online is awesome. And it does, you know, the job somewhat, but I need that in-person connection. And so I've been making a big effort since we moved here to Portland to connect with people in person and have coffee dates in person. And like, I'm, Joe keeps telling me I need to network in person and I'm, I'm working towards that. It's really weird because like as much of an extrovert as I am lately, I've been feeling a little introverted, um, and kind of shy, which is so not like me, but obviously it's something I have to work through. But when you have your tribe, They are the people that are going to be like, Courtney, turn your fucking computer off and go hang out with your boyfriend. Like, I've literally had my friends tell me that, like, you are not allowed to work this weekend. You need to have fun. What are you doing? Stop that. Like, you need that. And it needs to be somebody else other than your partner. Because the problem is, (laughs) if Joe tries to tell me that, and I know you agree with me, whoever you are listening to this, if your partner is trying to tell you to, like, relax, you're like, get off my fucking back. Leave me alone. Right. (laughs) You go relax. I'm busy. But whatever, for whatever reason, when when it's your girlfriend telling you like, dude, it's 4th of July. What are you doing in your house? Put on some makeup, get dressed and go have fun with your man. Like you're going to probably do it. And so it is so important for you to find those people, but not just find them, be honest with them, be vulnerable with them, text them when you need support, call them when you need support and lean on them because that is what they're there for. What is the point of having them if you're not going to use them and support them and then like do the exact same thing for them, right? 
when they're having a bad day, be there for them. And so having a tribe of amazing women that have had my back, that have supported me, that have guided me, that have told me to shut my fucking computer off and like live my life. I'm so grateful for every single one of you. You guys know who you are because I know you listen to this because you guys are supportive and amazing and I love you. So those are my eight tips. Those eight things will get you on the right track. Baby, I want to sing that song, right? (laughs) They will get you on the right track. They will get you feeling so good and hopefully will help you avoid a girl boss burnout. But again, if you go through one, just know you'll come out on the other side, everything will be okay, and you will come out of that with so many lessons, um, and it makes it all worth it if you take those lessons and you learn from it, right? So I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you enjoyed this lesson and you took some um, pieces of advice from it. If you enjoyed this, could you do me a favor and screenshot this and share it on your Instagram and tag me at the Courtney Schoberg? Um, I would literally love that so much. I will um, go ahead and share some of you guys that tag me and really honestly just share this with a girl boss that you know that may be going through something like this because the only way for me to make an impact is for me to get my message out and so I'm going to depend on the hashtag ladies um, like you to help me get my message out. So thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you guys next week. Um, and we're going to be diving in on another juicy topic. Thanks so much and talk to you guys soon.